What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Nerd Minute. I'm your host, Bryson, and today it's time we talk about AEW All Elite Wrestling, the 200 card box. This box recently came out at Gen Con 2023, and I was fortunate enough to pick up a copy. Normally, in these 200 card box slash box reviews, I often talk about what could be as far as if a card could be good or if a card is bad. But this time's different because I've actually gotten to play with some of these cards, most of these cards, over the course of the Gen Con weekend that passed. We're going to get right into this box. This is another 200 card photo set, which is where I want to be in versus life. Let's get to these cards. We're going to talk about the faces and the heels. But first, there's a very, very important mechanic in this box. And we're going to start with it. It's the challenge match mechanic. So every main character in this box can start the game with one of four special death matches or cage matches or ladder matches. And we're going to talk about them. They, they actually end up being very, very important for the total life of this box as you start to think about other cards like Mortal Kombat or The Boys or MCU that you want to put in, in your 60-card decks. Let's break them down real quick. So every every match, like this ladder match, is a challenge match. If your main character is face, which is the good guys, or heel, which is the bad guys, you may choose one challenge match at the start of the game. So you start, you reveal your mains, and then you pick your match. For the ladder match, rung by rung, this game, face and heel characters on your side have fearless while attacking a main character they strike with double their attack. Lights out. It's a challenge match, and the keyword here is snuff them out. This game, faces and heels on your side have Berserker. Very strong. Steel cage match. Lock the door. This game, faces and heels on your side have Dodge. They can't be range attacked. And the Texas death match. It's a challenge match, and it also has go for the kill. This game... Faces and heels on your side have lethal. Very important keyword. Overall, over the course of Gen Con and through my time with this box, I've found lights out, so the Berserker match and ladder match to be the two most impact. You're going to probably pick one of these in most matchups in Constructed. The Steel Cage match, giving your characters dodge is good, but it's just not as impactful as, as the two I talked about earlier. And the Texas Deathmatch, giving your guys lethal over the course of the game is pretty strong, especially in 60-card decks. Overall, pretty cool mechanic. I find myself wanting to play Berserker the most, and the, the latter match, the Fearless match, is not that far off. Let's hit these main characters now. We'll start with the face side of the box. Darby Allen at level one is a main character champion. Stick a pin in that. He's a face, a baby face, four, three, five health. And he has, it's Sting! During the build, you pay yellow. Search your deck for a face stamped Sting supporting character and put him onto your side. Nothing's over till you're underground. Level up three when Darby Allen gets struck in combat. He gains one stats either by getting sh shot at in ranged combat or attacking or defending in melee. 
he'll gain an XP. If that had said, when Darby Allen takes three wounds, he gains an XP, I would have been out. But that's not the case. Because if you pick the lights out match, he's a 5-4 turn one, then a then a 6-5, then a 7-6. He can grow. And if you're not trading to gain the XP, he's in a good spot. We'll touch on Sting a bit later, but it actually ends up being pretty cool that you can pay a yellow to get a free team attacker. Let's check out the payoff of Darby Allen. Darby Allen at level two is an 8-6-5. He still has it's Sting, and he gains Coffin Drop. During the main, you pay a red. Put three plus one, plus one counters on Darby Allen, and he has wings this turn. The stats are okay. He still has Go Get a Buddy, and his second superpower grows him. This, in conjunction with Lights Out, for the Illustrated players, he's Might Makes writing himself every turn, essentially, if you pay the red and you have Lights Out. He's pretty good. I feel like 5 health, he's going to have a health problem in the middle of the game. He's a fair fighting guy. But if you flip without trading, this is a this is a feels good main character, honestly. You you can you can go places with this. I like this guy. Let's go with Chris Statlander. She is a main character. She's a baby face. 255 Night Fever. During the main, you pay an Earth. Another really, really important thing to come out of this box. During the main, you pay an Earth. KO a face down enemy supporting character. So if the guy is hidden or stunned, they just die. No, it doesn't matter what their text is, they just die. It's pretty good power. More than a woman, level up three. When an earth location appears on your side, Chris Statlander gains one XP. So she needs three of what is that? Assuming her wild loke, the basic earth, which we know is in this box now, and X-Files, that's 3 of 12. She should flip on 3 most of the time. Pretty, pretty good. What's the payoff? Chris Statlander at level 2 is at 10-5-5. She still has Night Fever and she gains area 451. During the main, you pay a red. Chris Statlander has wings and invade this turn. She cannot be struck while attacking a back row character. Okay. I remember back in the day, there was a main character built almost exactly like this, but with a gun. And it was Iceman. It was a 10-3-5, pay a red, flight, and invade. The problem is, on defense, she's a 10-5. She's going to trade with everybody. She has five health. You're going to lose that race most of the time if we're look, looking and thinking about high quality, high health mains with good abilities and also can fight, right? Where does that leave Chris Statlander? If you're playing her with, let's say, Berserker or Fearless, she'll grow. You need to gain a life somewhere. She has five health. You need to gain a life somewhere. She can fight, though. She can fight. And if their guys are ever down, she can just kill them, right? She makes it easier to get them on the next turn. But I would I, I would actually stay I would stay away from this. I think she takes three wounds before she starts trading without invade. Yeah. You're, you're gonna have to hold her hand. You're gonna have to figure things out for her. And you're gonna have to heal her. But if you can get over that hump, I think her fighting ability is definitely there. She's definitely there offensively. But I think she gets blown up on defense, unfortunately. 
Here we go. John Moxley. John Moxley is a babyface champion. He's a 3-3-5, and he has Paradigm Shift. During any combat you pay in Earth, choose an enemy character in the combat. Switch that character's attack and defense with John Moxley's this combat. Death Rider. Level up 8. When an enemy character gets KO'd, John Moxley gains 1 XP and another XP for each other character in the KO pile. Assuming he kills one guy or one guy dies, one, then, what is that, three on the next guy? Because one and then two in the yard. And then, so he should flip off of the third or fourth guy, right, that hits the KO pile. But it has to die. It can't just get discarded. That's kind of rough. He has bad stats. If you're playing lights out, he's a 4-4, four, four, then a 5-5, five, five, then a 6-6. Six, six. Okay. He gets hit as easily as Darby Allen. He has the same amount of health. At level 2, John Moxley is a 7-7. Seven, seven. 5 health. He still has Paradigm Shift, and he gains unscripted violence. During the main, you pay a green. Choose a random challenge match you haven't chosen, so he just adds another one. He adds another ability. Okay, if you start with Berserker, you're randomly looking for Lethal or Fearless. And then any other one, you really want the Berserker off that trigger. What does that leave you with? That leaves you with a 7-7 seven, seven that grows and more abilities. And he can also bail himself out with Paradigm Shift. I don't have a problem with his level 2. I actually really like the level 2. It's the level 1. If that was 6 and it only needed 3 guys to die, you could actually start with the lethal match. And he could do it himself. But most of the time, he needs to... Win the board first, then lethal or kill guys, and then he'll flip. I don't think I want to be there. I want my I want my main character, AEW Superstar, to like start immediately just kicking the crap out of the opponent. I'll probably skip this guy, but he's close though. If you discard and then kill a guy, like if if there's a way in photo to discard a guy with like vulture or something. And then you kill a guy, he'll get the juiced up XP. Let's talk about Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa at level 1 is a babyface champion. She's a 3-4-5 and she has La Mera Mera. During combat, you pay a red so while she's attacking. When Thunder wins this combat, she may immediately attack another character in the defender's row. Okay, so, and this is another new mechanic where winning the combat means at least one enemy character goes down and she doesn't so she has to survive and put the guy down but she gets to immediately make another attack that's pretty good if your opponent's formed badly and you're on berserker she can like fight kill the guy immediately attack again and grow again it's pretty good from the graveyards of tijuana level up five when one or more characters are put into a KO pile from anywhere, Thunder Rosa gains that much XP. Okay, so discard, milling strategies, any guy dying, or anything like just... You're mainly looking at discard for this, because I think she starts too small, and I'm not going to feed you guys so that you can flip. Thunder Rosa at level 2 is a 6.85, and she has... Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. During the main, you paint Earth. Put a supporting character from any KO pile onto your side. Remove it from the game 
at the end of the turn. The alarm should be... Danger, danger, danger. It's pretty obvious that the power level is there for what she could be flashing in and causing mayhem on the board state, even for just the one turn. And she maintains La Mera Mera. So, this is act she's actually good. I think in the box, she doesn't have much help. But if you start to open it up to other IPs, other photo cards, you can definitely start talking about Thunder Rosa. It's a good main. Let's talk about an AEW superstar that I actually know. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is also a babyface champion. 255. Floyd the Bat. Chris Jericho starts the game equipped with a baseball bat. We'll get to the bat a bit later. Judas Effect. Level up two at the start of your main phase. If a face and a heel supporting character are on your side, Chris Jericho gains one XP. You need to do it twice. Okay, so he probably needs to go like one, 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 and they have to have multi-health to flip on two or three. Realistically, you want to flip on two. What's the payoff? At level two, Chris Jericho is a 5-9-5, five, five, and he is Le Champion. While Chris Jericho has the AEW World Championship belt equipped, it does not get KO'd while he's stunned. <sighs> Man. The walls of Jericho. During any combat, you pay a red. Choose an exhausted enemy character in the combat. It cannot strike. You, man. <laughs> We're also going to have to talk about the belt a bit later because I want to hit all the equipment at the same time. But basically, if the belt is in the top 20 of your deck and you draw it with this, this is another main that could might makes right himself every turn because he doesn't lose it if he goes down. But putting Chris Jericho down is probably one of the most difficult things to do in this box. You can't send a bad attack in because the walls of Jericho will just stunt it. Your guy's going down, I gained a life. And every time he survives and he has the belt on, he grows. If you put that in conjunction with the Lights Out match, the Berserker match, he's growing even, he's growing at a crazy rate. And every red is, your turn is over, the turn's over. Super, super interesting, Chris Jericho. I'm interested to see how consistent you can get him to flip on two. I feel like he needs to flip on two. If he drops the bat and he just stops fighting until he flips, that's not good. But if he goes like Sting and a guy, or like, we'll get to her later too, but Nyla Rose and a guy, and he flips, and he finds the belt. I don't feel like he loses those games. Good main character, man. The last main character is Adam Page. He is also a babyface champion. He's a 3-4, 6 health. Hangman, during any combat, you pay a green. Put a minus one, minus one counter, on an enemy character in the combat. That character loses and cannot gain keyword and superpowers this combat. Anxious Millennial Cowboy, level up four. At the start of each enemy turn, Adam Page gains one XP. So it's kind of like, kind of like Magneto, right? He needs to be up. So he can't make bad attacks on his turn because he'll miss XP. Just like Magneto needs to be up at the start of your turn so he can't go down on your opponent's turn. 
What's the payoff? At level two, Adam Page is a 6-7-6. He still has Hangman and he gains Buckshot Lariat. During the main, you pay a yellow. Days any number of enemy characters, Adam Page could melee attack. It's kind of like Shield Toss from Shield vs. Hydra on Falcon Cap, Sam Wilson. He, I remember playing against this guy at Gen Con. He's actually really crafty. That ability, it actually takes the challenge match fearless away from your opponent. You can actually like trick them into making a bad attack and then blow up the guy. If you, if you find the build, this is another main, if you find the build and he's growing and he's like, oh, I have Hangman on defense, your attack was bad, he gains a life in, in the process of that. It's a good main. Super, super interested to see him be played flip on four and like not die. He like refuses to die if you have greens. All right, those are the main characters. We had one, two, three, four, five champions and Chris Statlander. Out of these six main characters, I'm interested in playing Adam Page, Chris Jericho, Darby Allen, and Thunder Rosa. I think I'll leave John Moxley and Chris Statlander to someone else, though. Let's get to the supporting characters. Sting! We talked about him a bit earlier with Darby Allen. Sting is a one-cost face. 0-4-1. He is the icon. When Sting appears, search your deck, hand, and KO pile for a baseball bat. Play it for free on Sting or put it in your hand. Man, this card's pretty good all around. It's a 0-4-1, but he deck thins. He's a good team attacker. And he also applies to the Berserker match, the Fearless match, the Legal match, and the Dodge match. So whatever one you pick, like he's a 1-5. If that was the worst he was, which he won't be, we'll get to the bat. He's actually a 5-5 five five in the Berserker match, right? And he's actually an 8-4 in the Fearless match, which is insane. But, yeah. Give me three to four stings, and he'll see play. He'll see play regardless. It's a good card. Hikaru Shida is the other one cost. She's a face. 2-3-1. Hikaru has dodge, and she has a kendo stick during the main you pay a red. Hikaru Shida has plus three, plus zero in stealth. Man. Maria Hill for one, but you had to pay... I think I'm okay with that, though. I think she's, act she's actually good. If you're playing the Berserker match, she's a 3-4. She's a good team attacker. If you pay the red, she's a 6-4 with stealth. That's good. That's actually good. Yeah, I'll play her. I'll play her if she matters in, like, team attacking with, with my main. Yeah, I'll play her. If I can play red and she gets to do it once, maybe twice, yeah, she paid you back for sure. Eventually, if she ever has two counters on her because of the Berserker match, she fights up. She's good. It's a good card. Two drops. First up, we have Danhausen. Danhausen is a 4-3-1 face. Range. Very nice. Very evil. Danhausen is good and evil everywhere. This power cannot be turned off. And he has Be Cursed. During the main, you paint Earth. Choose an enemy character, including the main, and point at it. Then choose one of the falling effects at random. Okay. First one is that character cannot attack on the next turn, so they're frozen, kind of. The second one is that character cannot strike this turn, so your attacks into it are going to be good. 
The third one is stun that character. They just take a wound. They just get stunned. They take a wound. And the fourth one is, uh-oh, they must be immune to curses. Listen, this is a troll card. This is a trolley card. And he reads like flavor. He reads like a guy that's like running around doing goofy things in the ring. But that ability is at, that ability is actually good. If you roll a D6, right? And four is a critical miss, five and six are re-rolls. I would play, I would, I would pay for that. They don't get, they don't get to crack back on the next turn, or my guys will say for this turn, or they just take a wound. All of those are good. You have a one in six chance of it not doing anything, but all the other ones should be okay, including the re-rolls. It's a good card. He's actually a 5-4-2. He fights up in photo, which is good. If he comes down, he's like, oh, mess up your turn or make my turn better. And on top of that, I'm a 5-4 coming into you. You're going to love this guy to death. If he matters to your main, if he matters to team attacking and things like that, he's going to do well. He's going to be a 3 or 4 of. He's also one of the only supporting characters in the box with a gun. So keep that in mind. The other two drop is Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is a 2-2-2 two, two, two face tag team Jurassic Express. This is the other one of the other, other, other <laughs> new mechanics in the bonks. During combat, you can power up Luchasaurus with Jungle Boy, his tag team partner. When you do, Luchasaurus gets ferocious this combat. And he has Extinction Event. While wounded, Luchasaurus has plus two, plus two, and Monstrous. I don't care about the Monstrous. Uh, no one in their right mind is going to team attack this guy. Especially if you have cards in your hand and you can like pump him and just blow out their attack. He's a 4-4-1. When he gets wounded, he's a 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Okay. Assuming you have the Berserker match or the Fearless match, he's a good team attacker. Right? We'll get to Jungle Boy in just a second. But by himself, he's a bit small. He's a bit small. But he's fine when he's a 4-4-1 four, four, that grows. More than, more than welcome as a 2-3 of. Especially if, again, he matters to your face main or he matters in combat. Let's get to the three drops. First up, we have Claudio Castagnoli. He's a 4-5-1 face. Giant swing. When Claudio appears, put a minus one, minus one counter on an enemy character. If it's ready, exhaust it, and then put another minus. So it's minus two, minus two, if the guy was ready. Otherwise, he stings for three. I did not play this card when I first played AW. But reading him again, it's like, like it's a three-cost Sting. It's a three-cost Wasp from Illustrated. But he has upside because he can be an 8-5 against the main or a 5-6 with the, with the Lights Out match, with the Berserker match. He actually, actually fights up against non-AEW cards. I'm okay, I'm okay with it. I like the other three, and we're going to get to that in a second. I like the other three job better, but... He's not bad, though. He's not bad. That If it was just Sting, that was probably okay because you can target the main with it. If the main's ready, they get double Stinged. I'm okay with that. Other three drop in the box is Penta L0, Mia, though. He's a 3-4-2 face tag team. Lucha Brothers. During combat, you can power up Penta L0 with Ray Phoenix. When you do, heal a wound from Pentel Zero. Fear Factor. 
During the main, you pay a green. Move an enemy main character to its front row. Ciro Miedo. While attacking a main character, Penta L Zero strikes with... Tr this guy is actually insane. This is actually one of the most yoked cards in the box. When we were all sitting down and playing this box at Gen Con, I just remember thinking, how are you not playing this guy in seven to eight greens? It's insane. You don't even need, you don't even need wings if you have this guy on your list. He says pay a green deal a wound. He does it twice. It's insane. The fact that like if he was just a 3-4, if he was just a 3-4 with two health and he did these things, that was fine. But there's actually a chance that he doesn't go down on defense because he can grow with the Berserker match. And if you couple triple attack on the main with Fearless, you start to get some crazy numbers. Outstanding, outstanding card. One of the highlights in the box for sure. Four drops. Let's talk about Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is a face. 471. Jurassic Express tag team. So you can use Luchasaurus to power him up. And when you do, Jungle Boy gets monstrous. Oh, so he gets. That's interesting. He gets monstrous. Okay. Snare trap. During any combat, you paint Earth. Stun an enemy attacker. Jungle Boy can only pay for this power by discarding a card from it. Okay, well, literally, you should never fight this guy, right? You should never fight this. You're And you're definitely never sending your main into this. But what happens because of that? He's an 8-7 or a 5-8 decent team attacker, and he can continue to grow if your opponent ignores him. Your opponent can ignore him, though, because when, when we start talking about these characters with Leap, there's a lot of Leapers in this box. They can jump over him and just ignore him. But when he's a 5'8 or a 6'9 or a 7'10, yeah, that's good too. Yeah. I don't actually expect Snare Trap to ever go off, but his stats are probably okay enough. He can be a 1 or 2 of if it matters to you. Eddie Kingston is the other 4. He is a 5'5'2 face. The Mad King. Eddie Kingston has plus three, plus three while in combat with... Yeah, this is another card, man. Man. He's an 8-8. Eight, eight. He's an 8-8 eight, eight or a 9-9. Nine, nine. And, like, it's so pushed. It feels so strong in this box. Basically, whoever you point him at, he's going, he's going to stun them. He's going to put them down. Strong, strong card, man. Sammy Guevara is a five-cost 9-5-1 leap. Sammy has wings on your turn, and he's the Spanish god. During the main, you pay an earth. Sammy has pounce and mobile, so he tries to get over for 18 or 10, and then he tries to run away and gain a life. If he does that, this is actually a good card. If he gets to live, if he gets another try, this is a good card. But you can live with him just being... An 18-5 flyer into the main or a 10-6 flyer due to the Berserker match. Ray Phoenix is the other babyface five. He's a 3-6 star health. We'll get to that in a second. Tag team, Lucha Brothers. During combat, you can power Ray Phoenix with Penta L0. When you do, Ray Phoenix strikes with triple his attack this combat. So he'd be four times. So he's a 12 He'd be a 12-7 if you power up. The man of a thousand lives. 
Ray Phoenix has a thousand health. This power remains on while he's stunned and he has leap. Okay, so the thousand health, that's flavor text, right? Because he cannot fly, he cannot, he doesn't have grab, so your opponent can just ignore him if they have wings or flight and range, or they just put six into him and put him down. They can probably do that until he gets cleared somehow because the power can be taken away. But he's important because he can power up Penta L0. As for him by himself, he's a 3-6 with 1,000 health. Like, he's okay. He's technically a 4-7 in the Berserker match or a 6-6 six, six flyer into the main. But I think, yeah, I think you need to play two or three of these for the three drop. But him by himself, I, I'm kind of out. I don't think he does enough on the ground. And he doesn't fight hard enough by himself, even with the fearless match. Samoa Joe is a six-cost, seven-eight, two-health face character. Backhand chops. While Samoa Joe's in melee combat, each enemy character in the combat has minus zero, minus three defense. Muscle buster. While Samoa Joe's in melee combat, when an enemy supporting character gets stunned by having zero defense, KO it. I, I'm i going to be honest here. I don't think you need to care about cards cost six and above in this box, but he reads pretty strong. Like he's trying to get himself to be an eight, nine or a 14, eight that got the main. He reads fine. Samoa Joe's fine. Samoa Joe's fine. I'm worried that like he doesn't do enough against other IPs though. He's a seven, eight on the ground, right? Or an 8-9. Or a 14-8 into the main character. He should be able to get the main character. They're, they're losing 3 defense. That's actually pretty strong. The other 6 cost character is Orange Cassidy. He's a 5-11-1 face character. Freshly squeezed. While you have 6 or more recruit points, you may pay a yellow and a red to recruit Orange Cassidy instead of his recruit cost. Get it? Because yellow and red mixed together is orange. Orange cast. Yeah, yeah. Haha. -ha. Orange punch. During combat, you pay a yellow and a red. Stun it. He just stuns the guy. Okay. Would I pay six for this, though? Could you play? Could you pay six for this? That ability is actually expensive. That ability is actually expensive. If he's growing through the Berserker match, he's a 612. He has one health, though. Like, Orange Punch is good, but I feel like Samoa Joe's an overall better card. It's a, just a better card, unfortunately. I don't think I don't think he's better than, like, even, like, bottom five other IP6 drops. I'll stick with Samoa Joe. I want to I fight for the board. And I feel like Orange Cassidy just gets lit up on defense. Keith Lee is the curve topper for the baby faces. He's a 7-cost 9-11-2 with Toss. When Keith Lee appears, choose another character on your side that has Wings as earned. So he's giving a... Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. For he is limitless. During the main, you pay a green. Ready, Keith Lee. He can use his power any number of times each turn. Okay. So he's an 18-11 into the main. Or... He's at 10-12 that can X-Factor himself and keep growing. I like Keith Lee. I really do like Keith Lee. It's hard to say that you can play because 
most of these mains have five health. It's hard to say, especially with Pentel Zero, it's hard to say you can even play these guys. But if for some, if somehow, some way, you're prolonging the game and you get to play Keith Lee, that's fine. That's a good place to be. This is a good card. We're going to talk about face plot twists and the equipment here, and we'll move over to the heels. Dynamite. It's a plot twist. Any turn combat. Face stamped. If this is melee combat, choose a character on your side in the combat. When it strikes an enemy supporting character this combat, stun that enemy character. Okay, so that includes the main, right? It's like a weird savage surprise where my guy is, my supporting character is going to go down, but so is one of your guys. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, barring ferocious. I like that card. It's a three, three of. I would play it. It's good. It opens, it opens up the front row or just opens it up to where you get to get to the guys you want to get to. Pop. Face stamped. During any combat, choose a supporting character on your side in the combat. When it wins this combat, put three plus one plus one counters on it. Then heal each one. Then heal each one from it. Uh this is like really good on like your top end, right? Like Keith Lee or something. I don't like this card as much as Dynamite. I get that it clearly can't work on the main, but I would rather have had this be plus three, plus three on your main if they win the combat or just a character, right? It's it, it's not bad, though. It's a, it's a two of. You really are looking for an important flyer or an important guy to help you win the game and you don't want it to die. You pop and then power up or something like that and then they win the fight, they heal all the wounds and you keep your guy. Elevation. So main phase, face stamp plot twist. During the main, choose a character on your side. It has plus two, plus two, and leap. If it already had leap, instead of plus two, plus two, it gets two plus one, plus one counters. This is pretty good. This is a good card. I like this card. Growing your guy, if they already had leap, or if you just had two copies of this, it puts it at, like, trying to see two of four or two of three, but I like it. I like it. It's a good card. And to end... The faces, we have their wild look, the right tunnel, earth or yellow or green, or no blues, okay? But you can use it for the earth abilities that we talked about on the team, which is good. Let's talk about the equipment real quick, because we've mentioned a couple of them a few times. I'll start with the baseball bat. It is a one-cost equipment. It is face or heel stamped, so either or, they can use it. One of a kind. You can only have one of this card in your deck. And Grand Slam, while the bat is ready, the equipped character may exhaust it to get plus four, plus zero during a melee combat anytime you could take an action. Yeah, so Sting comes out with this. And in the Berserker match, he's a potential 5-5. Five five, and Chris Jericho starts with this. So he'll be a 3-6, jumping up to a 7-6. Pretty good. This card randomly is good. And... I think I would play this even if I wasn't playing Sting, but I had a way to find it. I would play this. It's a good card. The table. It's a zero cost. Face or heal. One of a kind. Broken in half. During any combat, you pay a red. If the equipped character is defending a melee attack, stun an attacker and KO the table. I actually don't like this card because 
if your opponent sees that, like your opponent can see it, right? They know it's there. They know you have the table in your hand. If they shoot you, it does nothing. If they send a ban attack in, but it checked your defense and you have to pop the table to not go down, you don't have the table anymore. No one's ever going to send a good attack or their main character into an attack knowing that you could have a red in the row or red in the hand. I'm out on the table, but I appreciate that it's in the box because the artwork's funny on it. The chair. It's a zero-cost equipment. Face or heel. One-of-a-kind, cold-hard steel. During any combat, you pay a green. If this is a melee combat, the equipped character has plus six, plus six this turn. It can use this power any number of times, so it's like repeatedly hitting you over the head with it. Okay, this is another card where, like, if I'm on eight greens, I would play this. I would play this and the bat. We talked about a few main characters that wouldn't mind playing the chair. The problem is it's one of a kind, and without a way to search it, you have to draw it in the top 20 cards for it to matter in the game. If there's any way for you to search for equipment, search for the chair, put it on your main. The raid is good, and you could do it more than once. And finally, the, the last equipment we have before we head over to the heels is the AEW World Championship belt. It's face or heel stamped. One of a kind. Gotta earn it. Equip this only to a champion. The five main characters I talked about earlier, they can put this belt on. And Chris Statlander, unfortunately, cannot put the belt on. Gold looks good on me. At the start of your main phase, put... Yeah, this is what I was talking about. So... If you stick the belt and block it, it could actually win you the game. Your main character is going to grow out of control, but they need to be a champion, and you need to find it in the top 20. This card's actually backbreaking. If your opponent is on a champion and they find it and you can't clear it, they could win the game off of this. If you find it and you clear theirs and they don't clear yours, the game's over. You're plus six, plus six. And then Chris Jericho. If Chris Jericho's on this and he finds it, he doesn't lose it, which is actually insane. All right, let's head over to the heels. All right, we're talking about heels. If it sounds a bit different, I'm uh, in the locker room. Anyway, uh, first main character up is Malachi Black. He's a 255. He's a heel. He's not a champion. Skilled striker. During any combat, you pay a red. Malachi Black strikes two additional times this combat house of black level up six when an evil character on your side attacks malachi black gains one xp okay so he can flip on three if you go team attacker on one team attacker on two team attacker on three you can also play downhausen because he's evil as well skill striker is pretty good if he's growing with the berserker match he's a three six he strikes for nine he's a nine six for a red and you can do that on defense. It's pretty good. You should be putting the guy down. At level 2, Malachi Black is a 5-9-5 five, five heal. He still has skill striker and he gains Black Mist. During the main, you pay an Earth. Choose an enemy character. Malachi Black could melee attack. It cannot attack on its next turn. He can use this power any number of times each turn. This is pretty good. It's and it's super obvious what he wants to. He wants to he wants to fight and he's actually trying to gain himself a life with the Black Mist. If you win the board and you're like, "Oh, Black Mist, your main, they can't fight." If that was their best fighter or if that's like their only character or like their best attacker on the board, 
you could gain a life because of that. It's pretty good. He's pretty good. I'm interested to try him out. I think I think he flips fast, and I think his stats are good. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's pretty good. I think he's pretty good. Let's talk about Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill is a three four five heel. She is a champion. Jade Brand. During any combat, you pay a red. Resolve the combat. Green like money. Level up six. At the start of your main phase, Jade gains one XP for each green location on all sides. There's actually a way for her to flip on two if your opponent cooperates. If they go first, they go green, you go green, that's two. If they go immediately another green location, you can flip on two. But don't ever expect for that to happen. Don't ever expect for that to happen. You have to do it yourself, and that's probably three of 12 in the top 15 cards. When Jade flips, she's a 7-6-5. She still has Jade brand, and she gains Jaded. During the main... Oh, yeah, I remember this. Okay. During the main, you pay six greens. Green, 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 green. KO an enemy main character that... Okay, so there's... There's several problems with this, and it ends up being that Jade doesn't have a payoff. She doesn't have a payoff. I didn't even mention that her red ability, Jade Brand, if you're already ahead in stats in the combat, the red doesn't matter. If they block it with, like, a shock or fine cover, the red does nothing after they pump. And also, 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 you need three greens in the top 15 cards. Every look you draw has to help her flip. You can't play reds. Jaded. There's a huge problem with this because she has bad stats. She should trade with most AEW mains in the box, let alone the full photo pool. You can't do this. You can't do jaded. You cannot pay six greens for this. If they're gonna block, that would be the time because you would need a red in addition to the greens, but you can't jade brand. I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty out on Jade. Like, if you take both of those abilities away at, at level two, like her stats are bad. So they I feel like they could have gave her better. Like you could have made her a seven, a seven seven or an eight eight even. It's pretty unreasonable to ask me to draw six greens and a red and be winning the game and not die. Like I'm out on Jade, man. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Is a 3-3-5 heel main character champion. She's a role model. During the main, you pay an earth. Put plus one, plus one counters on a supporting character on your side. Equal to Britt Baker DMD's attack. That's pretty. That's a good power. The doctor will see you now. Level up four. When a character gets wounded, Dr. Britt Baker DMD gains one XP. This includes trade. So, like, if she goes into a guy with, like, a berserker or fearless match... And they trade, that's 2 XP. If she does that twice, she flips. If you're winning the board, or like trade, fight, fight, she'll flip in 3. That's good. It's a good XP con. At level 2, Dr. Britt Baker is a 6-6-5. So her role model's better, right? In addition to the Berserker match, if you choose that one. And she gains Lockjaw. During any combat, you pay a red. Choose an enemy character in the combat. And put a minus one, minus one counter on it for each printed power it has. This is an all-around feels-good main character, man. If you play Flyers and you're like, role model, grow it. Role model, grow it. It's like, 
You don't even need to trade with her turns one, two, and three. If she ever makes it to the pass with, like, more than half of her health to give, you can run away with the game with, like, three of eight Earths. It's good. It's a good main. Adam Cole is a main character, not a champion. He's a heel. One, six, five. Boom. During any combat, you pay a green. Adam Cole gets plus one, plus zero. This combat for each resource on your side. Kind of like Groot. What does that say? Baby? Okay, what's like the... I don't get it. Is it is it like baby, but like phonetically spaced out? Baby! Right? Something like, <laughs> Something like that. Level up nine. When a supporting character appears, Adam Cole gains one XP for each of its printed powers. Okay, if... If your opponent ignores this and doesn't play guys and can check six, you need to go like three, 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 or two, three, four keywords or powers, right? I think I remember most characters in this box, four down, only had like two, two keywords. Everybody five up had maybe a keyword or a keyword and a superpower. And leap doesn't count because it's not, wings aren't printed on the guy, it's only leap. So if he flips in like, if he flips in like three, that's good. Four is probably a bit sus without gaining a life. But his stats are good, though. His stats are good. What's he do at level two? At level two, Adam Cole's a 2.12.5. Those are my kind of stats. He still has boom. And he gains Panama Sunrise. During the main, you pay a yellow until your next turn. Adam Cole has wings and pays one... He actually flight blocks, and you have to go through him, and he can boom on defense. Pays one less power each of... Wow. Okay, this guy's actually super-duper solid, too. His stats are good, man. If boom ever gives you, like, plus six, plus oh, it's the thing about boom in conjunction with fearless or boom in conjunction with growing. He's good, man. This is a good main character. Next up, we have MJF. This is like the, this is like the guy, right? He's like the guy in in AEW right now. Okay, four three five. He's a champion, by the way. He's a heel champion. Four three five. Salt of the Earth. During the build, you pay a yellow. Spend any amount of recruit points. Search your deck for an evil character with that cost or less. And put it onto your side better than you. Level up three when MJF attacks. If the attacker's total attack is greater than the defender's attack, he gains one. He has to do that three times. So if you fight as a 5 4 due to the Berserker match, he gains an XP. If you team attack, which we're going to get to his buddies in a second, he gains an XP. And you have to do that three times. You don't even have to deal the wound, it's just fight and be bigger than them at that time. That's good. I like his XP con a lot. I like that. Like, it tells, it tells you what he wants to do before you even start deck building. You want to get out there, get wide, and you want to fight. What's he do at level 2? At level 2, MJF is a 4-10-5. He no longer has Salt of the Earth. I guess he doesn't need his buddies anymore. And the first one is, and you know it, during the main, pay 3 Earth for the rest of the game. When MJF attacks, he gains attack this combat until his attack is higher than the defender's attack. 
He can only use his power once each game. Okay, this is this is actually a trap. If you remember of all the mains I've talked about so far, their attack and defense stats are offset for the most part. If he like let's say let's say we're playing against Adam Cole, right? If I attack Adam Cole, I gain no attack, right? Until his is higher. Okay. What about if he play if he's fighting against Malachi Black? He'd be a 6'10", because he'd be one more than five. Or if they're, I guess if they're growing, that's good. But if their attack and defense are offset, this doesn't say attack, deal a wound, right? Without a buddy. Dynamite diamond ring. During the main, you pay three red for the rest of the game. If MJF wounds a defender in combat, it gains an additional wound. He can only, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is actually Wound Excel on the main. And it plays right into what he wants to do. Go wide, fight the main, deal wounds. This is actually, he's actually a door closer at level two. That's good, man. Wounds a defender. So he has to attack it. He's like actually punching you in the face with the ring. That's so funny, man. This is a good main character too, man. Yeah, I'm going to be greedy with this. I want to get the diamond ring. So, like, I don't even think I would play the, the yellows for Salt of the Earth, which is crazy. If you build your deck in an aggressive way, eight one drops, eight two just. If you go eight, eight, six, six, four, three, two, 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 and you're like, play a guy, fight, deal a wound, pay a guy, fight, deal a wound, and they have multi health, this is actually you. He, he actually says, pay three red, you win the game. That's good. It's a good main character, man. I'm excited to try this guy out. The final main character. I saved the best for last, actually. This guy's actually insane. Brian Danielson is a heel main character. He's not a champion. I guess you couldn't give him all of the things, right? He's a 4-4-6 health. He is the American Dragon. During the main, you pay a red. Brian Danielson has wings and range this turn. The perfect wrestler. Level up two. When Brian Danielson wins a combat, he gains one XP. So on defense, if he pumps, puts your guy down and stays up, he gains an XP. If he attacks, puts your guy down and stays up, he gains an XP. These stats. When I tell you that, like, it felt like, it felt like cheating at Gen Con. He was a 4-4. And you paid the he's a 4-4 range. When we were playing, we were using the fearless match. He's an 8-4 with flight and range. When you play the berserker match, he's a 5-5 with flight and range. He actually grows. He actually could keep his stats and flip with like two or three counters. Insane. I love this main character, man. It's so cool to see like an all-around feels. And most of these mains are feels good fighting fair mains. But this guy's like, man, let's get to his level two real quick. At level two, Brian Danielson is a 766. He's still the American Dragon, and he gains kick your head in. During any combat, you pay a green. When Brian Danielson wins this combat, the enemy player discards two cards at random. Not only is that ability good, but like, they can't crash. Like, they can't try to gain themselves life and force us to the top end. 
I can pay a green on defense to put your guy down, discard two guards at random, and mess up your plans. That's a good consolation prize for my guy not fighting and growing, or my guy not fighting and being a 14-6 with flight and range. This guy is awesome, man. This is a good main character. I will probably be playing this guy for quite some time. To the point, I don't even think he needs the rest of his team. I think you can play this guy with whatever you want, whatever you have in your photo binder. Give me Brian Danielson. Give me his wild look. Give me his reds. And we'll talk about his plot to his suite in a bit. But, man, I love this guy. He's a good main character, man. Let's talk about the support characters. First up, we have Hook. He's a one cost three one heal. Send hook. During your build phase, if a baby face or heal supporting character appeared on your side this turn, you may put hook from your hand onto your side. So he's a free cost three one one. Red rum. During any combat, you pay a red. Choose an enemy character in the combat to get minus three minus. This is like if he team attacks, you can pay the red so that like your main character doesn't trade. That's pretty good. Uh. Yeah, I'm all around. I'm super happy with these guys. And there's a couple main characters in the box that care about this. Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, Malachi Black. Like, you name it. They probably care about a free cost 3-1-1 team attacker. It's a good card, man. Nyla Rose. We talked about her a, a bit ago. She's an 0-2-2 heel. And she's the native beast. When Nyla Rose appears or recovers, she gets plus 4, plus... She's a 4-2-2. She's a 4-2-2. She, she's actually a 5-3-2 that grows. This card's actually insane. She matters to a bunch of cards in the box. And you're going to get there with this one drop. Could actually be the best one drop in photo. This card. Oh, man. Let's talk about Andrade El Idolo. Andrade the Idol. He's a 2-2-2 two, two, two for 2. He's a heel. He has Leap. Andrade has wings on your turn, and he has Moonsault. When Andrade leaps over at least one enemy character, he's a... Okay, so he's a 5-5 five five if he jumps over a guy. He's a 6-6 six six if he jumps over a guy. He's a 10-5. This card's actually good. This card's actually good. This card's actually nuts. He has two health. He can do it twice. Man, this is a feels-good team attacker, and if he goes in alone, he's a 10-5 or a 6-6. Six six. Assuming your opponent, like, couldn't afford to play around this. I think a 3-3 with upside, though, or a 4-2 team attacker with upside is fine. He's good. But if he ever jumps over somebody, he's dealing the wound. Matt Hardy is a 3-4-1 heal. Big money. During the build, you pay a green, gain a recruit point. Matt Hardy can use it. This is Swifty Photo Ramp. But he's fragile. He doesn't have two health. And he's like, hey, I'm going to pay you off if you protect me. It's weird because, like, I want to try him out. But, like, I don't think it works. I don't think this works. If your opponent sees Matt Hardy and he's, like, reaching in his hand to pull out his wallet, they're going to beat him up. They're going to beat him up on their turn. Can you protect him? Maybe. But if you do, that's like a four-on-three or a 5-on-4, or a 6-on-3, right? I'm okay with that. It's probably worth it, but the Kamehameha is super telegraphed, and your opponent should never let this happen. Ethan Page is a 5-5-1 heel tag team. Men of the year. During combat, 
You can power up Ethan Page with Scorpio Sky. When you do, draw a card. He cantrips if he discards his tag team partner. That's good. All ego. Ethan Page can only team attack with Scorpio. I don't care about that. Listen, this guy is a 6'6 that grows or discards his buddy or he's a 10-5 into the main. Even if he trades, he dealt the wound. If he doesn't deal the wound, he's a 7-7. That can threaten Scorpio Sky powered up on defense. I'm okay with this guy for sure. We're going to get to Scorpio. You probably want to play some number of both of these guys. Because Scorpio Sky is actually good. And like you're not going to feel bad about it. Because his buddy is a decent body three drop that draws you cards. It's good. The other three drop on the heels team is Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is a 3-6-1. He has leap. And he's absolute. During any combat, you pay a red. This combat, Ricky gains attack equal to his defense. And the, Okay, I remember this. So he starts as a 3-6, but if you pay a red, he gains plus 6 attack, plus 3. He's a 9-9. Nine, nine. If you grow, if you attack pay the red, he's a 4-7. He's an 11-11. It's, it's actually a nightmare to fight this guy on defense. And if you don't ever do that, he's still... What is that? He's still a 6-6 six, six into the main because he has leap. Or he's a 4-7 that grows and threatens absolute on defense. I didn't play this card when I played AW cards. You can definitely play this guy in six reds, though. This guy actually says pay a red, deal the wound. And they shouldn't be able to put him down on defense. It's good. All right. We're going to talk about the Young Bucks now. First up, Nick Jackson. He's a 6-4-1 heel, four cost. And his tag team is the Young Bucks. During combat, you can power up Nick Jackson with Matt Jackson. When you do, put two additional plus one, plus one counters on Nick Jackson. So he gets plus three, plus three from a power up from his buddy. Plus three, plus three would make him a nine, seven. Okay. Super kick party. During the main, you pay an earth. If Nick Jackson is in your front row and ready, exhaust him and at least one other ready character in your front row. If you do, they all strike an enemy. Okay, so they're taking turns just kicking them in the face. Uh, the flavor's there, and his tag team mechanic makes him difficult to fight on defense, but I don't like super kick party. If if we're able to just super kick the guy in the front row, why didn't we just team attack? Why did I pay for that, right? If the guy was too big, I guess it like ignores teams, right? You can throw any guy and him into the guy into the main or into a big supporting character. Like, we can actually, like, you can actually, like, tap your whole front row out and, like, super kick Galactus. Hilarious. Uh, I'm okay with this. I'm not super... He's like a two-of. Pay and Earth stun any guy is probably okay, but your board has to be substantial enough to support this. If it's him and a team attacker, you should have just team attacked. In fact... You probably should team attack anyway. Fearless and or Berserker will probably get you there most of the time. His brother, Matt Jackson, is a four-cost 6-4-1 heel. Young Bucks, you can power up Matt Jackson with Nick. When you do, put two minus one, minus one counters on an enemy. I like Nick's keyword better, but this also, yeah, this also makes it hard to kill him on defense. You should probably only be using this on defense. Whatever it takes. Reaction Earth 
when another character on your side gains one or more wounds, it he actually heals your guy. He's actually a fake Groot. I don't hate this guy. I don't hate this guy. If you're on Earth and his wild loak, you can get away with playing this. If your man flies and you're on his wild loak, you can get away with playing this. He's not bad. He's not bad. I don't like his tag team mechanic as much as Nick's though. Next up, we have Scorpio Sky. He's a five cost seven five one tag team men of the year. During combat, you can power up Scorpio Sky with Ethan Page. When you do, each enemy player discards a random card. That's pretty good. Leap! Scorpio Sky has wings on your turn. And he has head games. During the main, you pay a yellow rear. This guy is actually a win con. This guy is actually a win con. Rearrange an enemy's player's formation. This guy is actually a win con. And if, if you didn't need to head games... He's a 14-5 leaper or an 8-6 would leap. He, he actually says pay five recruit deal a wound. His, his tag team keyword is actually good. Like if they're gassed out and you play this like, oh, these two Ethan Pages in my hand. I'm lone gunmaning you. Your hand's gone. You're taking the wound. This is, this is actually normally cards like this. And to some extent, Sammy Guevara, normally cards like this with one health. I'm, I would be out, but this guy with the fearless match or the berserker match, he could actually live and you're going to get the guys you want with head games, man, Pfft, man, it's a good card. The other five cost heal is Lance Archer. He's a five, eight, two, and he's the murder Hawk monster. While Lance Archer is defending against a melee team attack. He strikes with double his attack against each attacker. So he's a 10-8. It actually doesn't matter. No one in their right mind is going to team attack this guy. No one in their right mind is going to. Why would you do that? You're, you're giving him text. You're making him a 10-8. And if he blocks it or doesn't go down with you, like your whole turn's ruined, right? Scribble that out with a Sharpie. He's a 5-8 that grows with the Berserker match. Or he's a 10-8 twice into the main. Is that good? Not for constructed. He needed to do something else. But you can play this guy if you're looking for a good, statted, chunky heel character. If this is your favorite AEW superstar, he needed to do literally anything else. I'm going to shoot him. I'm not. Why would you melee him? That doesn't make any sense. You're giving him juice stats. Double his attack. If he's a 6'9", he strikes for 12. Everybody that came into him. In melee. No, don't ever give him that. Six cost. Let's talk about Miro. He's a 9-7-2. Heal. And he's the redeemer. When Miro appears, enemy characters cannot strike. That's actually insane. He actually reads like a monster. Pay six. Your board's going down. All your guys are going down. And I'm not. None of my guys are taking the wound. We're not trading. That's good. This is a six cost guy, though. And we're we're approaching we're approaching can you even play these cards territory? But this is probably one of the sixes you can play in the box. I actually expect Miro to say when when Miro appears, enemy characters just die this turn. He everybody should die. Everybody should get KO'd. It's good. The other six cost heal is Wardlow. Wardlow's a 772 with Powerbomb Symphony. During the main, you pay a green wound an enemy supporting character. 
Wardlow can use this power any number of times on the same character each turn. Okay, assuming you only need to do that like once or twice, it's pay a green, kill a guy. That's good. But if you're fighting for the board, like you only need him to do it the one time, right? If he comes down and he's like, pay a green, kill a guy, that's good. This is another card though. Like the game could be over before you get to play this. Uh, He's fine though. He's fine though. If you can prolong the game, Wardlow can come out and say, I'm going to kill a way better card with like one, maybe two greens. Definitely playable. Definitely playable. The curve topper of the heels is Kenny Omega. He's a seven cost, nine, nine, two health heel. And he's the one winged angel. When Kenny Omega appears, each enemy player chooses a face up character on their side. Kenny Omega stun. Okay. But why would they ever pick a guy that's actually advantageous to you? If you won the board and they only had their main left, this says pay seven, deal a wound. But you were winning the game anyway, right? The, the board can never be in parity because if it is, you're, you're not going to get the guy you want with this. If he comes down and like, oh, I'm going to pick Iceman for your seven cost to fight, that feels bad, man. The Elite, any turn, any combat, yellow, if a character on your side is defending, cancel the combat. Yeah, Keith Lee's definitely better. Keith Lee's better, but he's a 10-10 in the Berserker. He's an 18-9. He's an he's not a door closer, though. He's like, he's like, let's try to tie the game up. Let's try and clean up the board and pick up where we went wrong. That's weird, man. That's crazy. I think, yeah, I'm playing Keith Lee if we get to play a seven-cost AEW superstar, but... The elite's good. If you're interested in abilities like that, that is actually, if your main is defending, cancel the attacks. Think again. That's good. His stats are okay. He, he can grow in the Berserker match, but it's the one-winged angel, man. That's messed up. I don't know why. Why does the opponent get to choose that? Weird. We got some plot twists in the wild look, and we're going to call it. First up is dark. Heal stamp. During the main... Choose a character on your side, it gets plus two, plus two in stealth. This is an all-around good card. And it's crazy how many cards like this we've been getting over the past couple photo boxes. This one's actually good. This one's actually good. I would play this for sure. Heat! Any turn, combat, heal stamped. Choose a supporting character on your side in the combat. When it wins this combat, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Then it strikes a character who wasn't in the combat. Huh. This could have actually let you do this on your main. It's still good, though. Like, you can target the main if your guy's really big. It's just like, oh, do, do they have heat or do they not have it? It's good. It's a good card. And here we go. This is... <laughs> oh, man. This is like the plot twist of the box. It's Rampage. Any turn combat heal stamped. Any turn combat, choose a character on your side in the combat to get... Plus three, plus three. After the combat, it's... It, okay, so it's unwavering with downside, except it doesn't have downside. If your guy's growing due to the Berserker match, you net neutral on this. It's unwavering if your main is a heal. I'm taking this. I'm playing this. This card's nuts. It's actually back-breaking on defense, man. Pfft, man. Your opponent could just lose to this on defense. I love this card. This card's awesome. This card and eight reds, give me Brian Danielson, and I'll just play 
the rest of the deck could just be literally anything. This card's amazing. And we have the left tunnel. It's the heal wild loak, earth or yellow or green or red for a heal character. That's AEW All Elite Wrestling. Listen, this box, I went in, I remember going into this thinking, man, how are they going to pull this off? This is a out of left field IP, but I'm actually thoroughly impressed with this. I'm actually thoroughly impressed with this. I remember thinking, man, these games are so these games are so combat oriented at Gen Con. These games are so fast paced. And it really challenged you as a photo deck builder. Like, how do I get over these problems? How do I how do I gain life so I can play my dinosaurs at six or seven or eight? Or how do I gain life so that I don't just die to getting power bombed? But those are good problems to have. And these cards, when you open it up, when you open up the mains to other possibilities, other IPs, you're definitely going to have a good time with this. One could say, though, you could definitely spend a bunch of time in just AEW and generic photo cards just trying every single main out, different iterations. And if you're an AEW fan, you're already doing this. You're already doing this. These cards are actually, they're actually good. And I didn't care about the IP, and to some degree, I still don't. But if you look over the IP, like, these cards actually read powerful. Like, what are some of my favorites? Rampage, for sure. Chris Jericho, The Belt. Like, these are all good cards. They're going to see play. They're going to see play. And I'm actually super impressed with how they came out. I hope that AEW fans are having a good time with this. Because I know I did when I played them. And I'm already itching to get back in there and try again. Like, I really want to try different iterations of Brian Danielson and, like, try the guys I haven't tried yet. But that's it for AW, the 200-card box. I'm your host, Bersons. It's been New York Minute. Peace.